Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to Truman's Town Hall with your host, Matt Truman. Hello, hello, this is Matt Truman. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Thank you for sharing with a friend, and I do mean that. I appreciate everybody sharing this podcast. The word gets out there. I hear, hey, I listen to that podcast, or you get somebody, you know, say, hey, Matt, this person's listening to your podcast. Wow, thank you. I like doing these audio podcasts. I thought about doing this on a live video, but we do that on Sunday night. 9.45 p.m. Hope you tune in. We're on Rumble, YouTube, Facebook, everywhere. If you want to catch a live, I'll post a link at the uh, bottom of the page, and you can just pop in 9.45 Sunday, Eastern Standard Time, 9.45. Anyway, I hope you guys are having a great week. Uh, the start of the new year, it's starting to get cold here again <laughs> in Ohio. And I hope it's nice where you're at. I got a jam-packed podcast, folks. I got several news stories. We're going to talk about the COVID-19. We're going to talk about the war in Ukraine. We're going to talk about all kinds of stuff. First up, uh, Town Hall. Have you read this story? New inflation report has some shocking price increases. That's the headline. And I know if you've been to the grocery store lately, you know things are going crazy. It's hard to get out of a grocery store without paying 100 bucks for maybe a meal or two and a few snacks. It's outrageous. And we're supposed to just sit back and say, oh, yeah, this is cool. This is, you know, this is normal. It's normal life. I really don't know how other folks are making it out in the world. I mean, it is insane. The price increases. This article is by Spencer Brown from Town Hall. It's, uh, it says, consumer price prices decreased 0.1% in December, according to the latest read of the Consumer Price Index release on Thursday morning, but still advanced 6.5% over the last 12 months, in line with Wall Street expectations for the latest report on the costs paid by Americans at the Bureau of Labor Statistics explained in its release of December CPI the index for gasoline was by far the largest contributor to monthly all item in, uh, decrease 
a volatile index that is not expected to remain on a downward trajectory as spring and summer approach. What do you guys think about that? It goes on to say, other components in the energy index, however, continue their uphill climb in the last month of 2022 to take the full category to a 12-month increase of 7.3%. Even as fuel oil cost fell 16.6% in December, the cost for the necessary expense to keep homes warm through the winter is still 41.5% more expensive than it was one year ago. Who do we attribute that to, folks? The policies of the green folks. The policy of the, oh, the world's falling. We all need to... Switch over to electric cars. We need to get rid of our stoves. All this sort of thing. It's insane. Prices are going out of this world. They're talking about all these bubbles about to burst. I hope you're saving. I hope you're preparing for the rough times ahead. They're coming. You're going to have good times where they, like in this article, talk about prices falling, but their prices are still up. Yeah, it fell a little bit, but they're up 0.1%. Here's another wild article that I found. The headline is, it's from D-N-Y-U-Z. Did aliens land on Earth in 1945? A defense bill seeks answers. For the casual student of UFO history, The modern idea of life behind our planet usually dates to 1947 when a top-secret U.S. military balloon crashed in the desert near Roswell, New Mexico. The wreckage prompted decades of conspiracy theories and gave rise to the idea that Roswell was the site of an alien crash landing. Now, thanks to a new congressional spending bill, UFO enthusiasts may look to 1945 as the beginning of that era. An amendment tucked into this year's $858 billion National Defense Authorization Act, which funds the Defense Department's annual operating budget, requires the department to review historical documents related to unidentified aerial phenomena, government lingo for UFOs, dating to 1945. I'm a bit of a UFO interested person i i don't know i'm kind of an agnostic in this sense like i wouldn't be surprised if a ufo landed and there were some green men that popped out i wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me not after everything we've all been through uh but at the same time i don't know i don't know if i truly believe it i did make a trip to roswell new mexico once i planned a large trip this was back in 2018 I was taking the kids to Roswell, New Mexico, and then we were going to shoot down to Las Cruces, New Mexico, go over to Arizona for a little bit, Phoenix, hit Los Angeles, California after that, go check out, uh, there's a, uh, what is that, the Mammoth Pits, what are they called, the the La Brea Tar Pits. So we're going to go to L.A., La Brea Tar Pits, come back, hit uh, Las Vegas, and then dip down back into Arizona, take a train all the way to the Grand Canyon, uh, 
uh, get robbed on the train. This it was part of the whole deal, and then check the Grand Canyon out, and then work our way back into Texas. At the time, I lived in Texas. We made it to New Mexico and got caught in a freak snowstorm that was treacherous. There, some we went up over this mountain, and then the cops said, "No, you guys got to turn back. This road shut down. People have died on this mountain." I don't laugh that people it was just it was freaky at the time okay uh it was myself my wife and and four of my kids and we were traveling in a uh, chrysler town and country and i was worried about it breaking down and all i mean just all sorts of things so we backtracked went back to roswell couldn't find a hotel anywhere in roswell we had already stayed at a holiday Inn express in roswell did the uf international ufo museum and you know, had that little experience. We did it, right? Um, and then we had to go back. Finally found one room open at the Super 8, stayed there, kept the doors really locked, and, of course, I always travel strapped. It was interesting. And then we just made our way up to, uh, we were going to try to up, go up and around. So we went up to Albuquerque, stayed there, and then the roads were just treacherous. And I looked at the weather, and I said, you know what? Let's hang here in Albuquerque for a few days, which was cool. We went to the Breaking Bad house in Albuquerque. And then we just went to Amarillo, uh, stayed there, and then went down into Dallas, hung out at the Great Wolf Lodge in um, uh, outside of Dallas. I think it's Grapevine, Texas. And uh, then we went home. I think we stopped at... Uh, in Waco and went and visited the uh, Branch Davidian compound that used to be there, um, paid our respects to all those folks, and then went home. But uh, it was a little bit different. But it was a fun trip. Anyway, more news. Here we go. <laughs> oh, this is interesting. Uh, LifeSite News. Cardinal Pell, who was recently deceased, wrote memo sent to Cardinals on catastrophe of pope francis vatican reporter expert journalist on vatican affairs sandro magistrar told life site news he personally received the memo from the late cardinal pell vatican city the veteran vatican journalist sandro magistrar has reported that the late Cardinal George Pell was the author of a 2022 memo sent to Cardinals which severely criticized Pope Francis and highlighted key issues the next Pope would need to address. Writing on his blog January 11th, Magistrar stated that Pell, who died on Tuesday, was the author of a memo which Magistar had reported on in March of 2022. The memo was synonymously authored by Demos and presented numerous criticisms of the Francis Vatican, along with topics needed to be addressed by the next Pope. What did he write? I mean, this is interesting. There, there is a battle in the Vatican at the Catholic Church. I'm a Catholic myself, the Red Rooster myself, on that Sunday show, we've, we've talked to politicians, we'll, we'll talk to politicians again, and we'll talk to all different sorts of folks, um, 
but we kind of want to dive into a little bit on Whalen's side about, you know, different religious topics. We talked about baptism last time. Whalen's not a Catholic, but I find all this interesting. And I don't think a lot of Protestants understand that there are different factions within the Catholic Church. Right now, leading the Catholic Church is Pope Francis. Uh, Pope Benedict just passed away, and his right-hand man has a book coming out. All this stuff that people don't realize is that the Catholic Church isn't necessarily one. There are different factions. It's kind of like you have the conservatives and you have the liberals, right? The conservative Catholics are are those who, who, you know, believe that abortion is bad. The scriptures are the scriptures. We don't have to adjust to the world because we have the book, the Bible, that tells us everything we need with seven more books than the Protestants. And that's something I'm going to talk or try to get brought up in the next uh, or the next couple or whatever. Talk with the, the Protestant fellows about that is the different seven books uh, like Maccabees and all that. Anyway, this is interesting, and I hope I'm saying this guy's name right, Magistrar. He wrote, it was Pell who was the author of that memo signed Demos, highly critical of Francis' pontificate, which circulated among cardinals last spring ahead of a future conclave published by Seventh Heaven on March 15th. There has been some speculation that Pell was behind the memo, but Magistrar's revelation appears to put that matter to rest. In a comment to LifeSite News, Magistrar stated that he had personally received the memo signed Demos, originally in English, from Pell, with permission to publish it. Provided the name of the real author is provided the real name the name of the real author is kept confidential. The original memo was written all and only by him, Pell, from the first to the last line, said Magistrar. I don't know. You can look that memo up if you want to read it and go more in depth. Uh, there's other stories in regard to this. Uh, like I said, Pope, Pope Benedict just passed away. It is the time of the Antichrist. Headline out of the American Conservative. In 2015, Pope Benedict wrote, Letter to the Catholic statesman Vladimir Palko urging prayer against the expanding power of the Antichrist. Whoa, that's heavy. This is by Rod Dreer, um, January 10th. In November, I was visiting Bratislava and had dinner with my friends Vladimir Palko, pictured above, a mathematician and retired statesman. And Jaroslav Denenska, editor of the conservative magazine Standard. Vlado was one of my sources for Live Not by Lies. We were talking about the ailing Pope Benedict. Vlado mentioned that in 2015 he received a letter from Benedict as Pope Emeritus. Oh, Vlado, a member of the underground Catholic Church who went to serve as interior minister in one of the country's post-communist governments, had written a book called The Lions Are Coming, Why Europe and America 
are heading for a new tyranny about the rising anti-Christian nature of the Western life and politics. The book had been translated into German, and a copy of it found its way to Benedict from an Austrian bishop. So you can read that article over at the American Conservative, but there is, there is folks, there, I believe there are cardinals in the Vatican looking to oust Pope Francis. Benedict is gone. Now they're, I think they're looking to oust Francis. He's hidden a lot of evil things in the church. There's been a lot of things that conservative Catholics like myself deplore and are ashamed of and cannot believe that things that have happened within the church with different parish priests, the sex scandals, right? The homosexuality that that happened between the priests, even some would say cardinals too, in a sense. I mean, there's a lot of different speculation that goes around that that's not the church that Peter has set up. It's not the church that Peter has set up. And we're trying and hoping and praying that it get back it it, it gets back there. Let's see what else is in the news. Um Oh, this is interesting. From Ryan Cunningham and the folks at Project Veritas, there's this video. Let me just set this up real quick. This is from Ryan Cunningham and Project Veritas. It says, breaking Pfizer scientist Chris Kroc was aware that their experimental mRNA vaccine was the likely cause for myocarditis. Unbelievable. Chris Croce is a senior associate scientist with Pfizer. He goes on to explain a test that is currently taking place at Pfizer, not to determine the effectiveness, but to see if it is leading to heart attacks. I'm glad you didn't get any um, myocarditis. That's a concern, right? More so for younger people. Why? That's what we're looking into right now. Oh, cool. sent like 3,000 patients samples to get tested for like elevated troponin levels um, to see if it's vaccine based or so I don't know we just sent that over this past week and the last batch will be sent over next week all external testing we'll see hopefully it's good because I mean if not then All right, so we have that. That's interesting. These are just stories I'm finding that I don't think are being talked about anywhere. Not even Fox News. Here's an article out of Daily Mail. CDC and FDA say they're investigating possible link between Pfizer's bivalent COVID booster and strokes in seniors over age 65, but officials have no concerns at this time. That's just an article. They're testing it, right? Just just testing it. Oh, here's something. Are you following anything in Brazil? There's, there's a bit of a civil war taking place in Brazil. 
Some would say that the election was stolen from Bolsonaro. This is out of a Brazilian newspaper that I found. Uh, Scammers arrested in Brazil are taken to cells, vaccinated against COVID, and receive hygiene kits. Vaccine for COVID. Not that they wanted it. They just get it. If you're arrested in Brazil now with the new liberal leader, you get the vaccine. Around 700 Bolsonarists, coup plotters, arrested for involvement in acts of invasion and depredation of public buildings in Three Powers Square. Sunday, January 8th, began to be taken to their cells. Obtained details about the screening process for the accused. Both the men sent to the Papadua Provisional Detention Center and the women sent to the same structure at Hive received, upon arrival at the prisons, a rolled-up mattress to sleep on. In addition, they received a uniform and hygiene kit containing soap, toothpaste, and a brush. In the case of women, pads were also made available. The cells have uh, different sizes, therefore each received a different number of detainees inside each cell. There's a bathroom available. The beds are made of concrete without any artifacts that can be removed. Bolsonaro's prisoners are separated from other prisoners inside the jail. No cell phone access. All were collected. Upon arrival at the prison, the scammers also went through a medical screening. See, this is a pro-Israeli, or I'm, this is a pro-Brazilian uh, article, apparently, uh, for the lefty new leader. Uh, went through a medical screening process. A task force was set up to carry out tests on people, vaccinate them against diseases such as COVID-19, which we now know those vaccines don't freaking work but we're going to give them out continuously we're necessary and take note of those who have some type of comorbidity or take some regulated medication everyone will be entitled to sunbathe once a day Ooh, you get some sunshine but you're getting this new covid vaccine i mean come on folks there <laughs> we've been talking about covid for a while on here and i've told you i've had covid I've seen people who've gotten vaccinated and have gotten COVID and they're still sick. When I got COVID a month ago or whatever, tested positive, I didn't lose my taste, smell, didn't lose any of that. Um, I've had it once before, I think. Um, this case was a lot milder. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I I wonder and I pray for those who've got the vaccine. I hope it's okay. And I want vaccines to be good. I'm not an anti-vaxxer per se. I'm somebody who's like, hey, if it works and if it's been tested, like the polio, well, you get the polio vaccine, MMR vaccine, or all these other vaccines. Okay. How long have they been tested though? Yeah, there's some after effects even from that. Medications, you know, inviting synthetic material into your body has has risk 
has side effects. It's all a part of it. But medicine is good. Science is good. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But not me being your scientific guinea pig, if you will. I don't like that part. All right, let's see here. Let's see what else we got. Revolver News. Dr. Malone shares dire warning. mRNA vaccines are being injected into our food supply. This is Dr. Robert Malone, the inventor of mRNA technology. This man is someone we should probably listen to. He's also had the vaccine. He trusted it. Okay. What does it say? This could be one of the most alarming warnings yet from Dr. Malone. He wrote an essay on how mRNA vaccines are being injected into livestock and companion animals. That means if you consume the vaccinated animal, the mRNA vaccine enters your body. Dr. Robert Malone. That article's over on Revolver news there's a lot of these articles coming out that you're not hearing about only on truman's town hall here we go let's keep on trucking the florida standard uh, this is by jonas vesterberg dr mccullough right mccullough vaccinated can spread mrna and spike protein to other people new research indicates that the covid19 gene therapies are secreted via bodily fluids and may transfer to those who have chosen not to get injected. Oh, brother. That's what I was worried about. Washington, D.C., one of the most outspoken critics of the COVID-19 mRNA injections, Dr. Peter McCullough, now warns that those who have taken the so-called vaccine may shed. We've been talking about shedding. I think on previous podcasts, I've talked about vaccine shedding i've talked about it oh you're a conspiracy theorist okay well i'm just reading these doctors and saying hey this might be something to look into i'm not saying oh this is this is exactly right no this is something you may want to look into you may caution yourself against that's it i'm not giving you advice i'm just saying just check it out Dr. P. Mercola now warns that those who have taken the so-called vaccine may shed the mRNA and spike protein to people who have chosen not to take the shot. According to a paper by French pharmacobiologist Dr. Helen Bonham, published in the medical journal Infectious Diseases Research COVID-19 gene therapies may spread from an injected person to an uninjected individual via bodily fluids and secretions such as saliva, sweat, and sexual contact. 
This was also stated by Pfizer in relation to a medical trial. So there you are. There you have it. You, your partner has the shot. Guess what? So do you. According to this article in Dr. McCullough. And moving right along, Yahoo News, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. sues media outlets over misinformation initiative. This was out today, so this is breaking news. Robert F. Kennedy Jr., son of the slain U.S. presidential candidate and other anti-vaccine activists, have filed a lawsuit against several news organizations that have banded together to fight misinformation or information they don't want you to hear, right? takes a little while to deem something misinformation, I would suspect, but that's just me. The nearly 100-page complaint filed this week in a U.S. district court in Texas accuses the media outlets and social media companies of colluding to censor other online publishers with alternative COVID narratives. Besides Kennedy, the plaintiffs include an organization he founded, Children's Health Defense, right-wing news organizations that have promoted anti-vaccine theories, and physicians who are prominent COVID and vaccine skeptics. Right-wing. It's all political. It's all political. They got to make it, but Yahoo, Yahoo News. Come on now. They got to make everything doggone political. Uh, read a little more of this. The named defendants in the suits are the Washington Post, the BBC, the Associated Press, and Reuters. The media outlets are members of the Trusted News Institute, a partnership between news organizations and technology companies such as Facebook, Google, Twitter, YouTube, and LinkedIn, all colluding together for one doggone narrative that's why you don't hear stories like this that i'm giving you because this is all they want you to say it's right wing and it goes on yada 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 but guess who robert f kennedy jr won a lawsuit against monsanto the big monsanto all those chemicals you ingest through your food that's monsanto and he won a lawsuit against them This should be interesting, folks. The next few years are going to be telling. People are dying. You know, you hear about this uh, unsuspected deaths, right? All this sort of of thing. Give me a break, folks. I've worked 12 hours today, and I'm doing this podcast because I want you guys to have a podcast on Saturday. Every Saturday, I want you guys to have Truman's Town Hall audio podcast. All right. Next story. Let's see here. Uh, Kentucky Lantern. Pfizer gives $1 million to Republican Party of Kentucky to expand its headquarters. Huh. And they took it. Same bird. It may have a left wing and a right wing, but it's the same doggone bird. Corporations have put $1.65 million into Party's Building Fund. Frankfort, Kentucky, and what may be the largest political contribution ever given to a political party in Kentucky, the drug maker Pfizer, Inc., gave $1 million last month 
to the building fund of the Republican Party of Kentucky. Who's the biggest, out, most outspoken dude on COVID-19? He's a Kentucky senator by the name of Rand Paul. Are they trying to bind, buy Rand? Is he like his dad? Can he be bought? His dad couldn't. I don't think Rand can either. We shall see, folks. We shall see. Let's see here. The other large uh, corporate donors to the fund in late 2022 were Metropolitan Life Insurance Company out of New York, 300000 uh, Altria Client Services, LLC out of Richmond, Virginia, 100000 Comcast Corp. Philadelphia, hundred thousand. AT and T of St. Louis, hundred thousand. Delta Airlines of Atlanta, fifty thousand. Wow, Kentucky Lantern, check that out. Oh, what do we got here? Mike, Michael uh, Schellenberger, all right, over on Twitter, MD. Many think social media companies only censored vaccine mis- misinformation. But a recently released email shows Facebook reassured the White House that they were censoring often true content that does not contain actionable misinformation, but was discouraging vaccines. (gasps) Whoa, that's on thread reader, Michael Schellenberger, MD, right? Let's see here. Um, It's from... Redacted. Sent Sunday, March 21st, 2021. Sent to a couple different folks, right? Anyway, uh, Andrew Savitt with some initials behind his name. WHO. Ooh, the WHO, World Health Organization, perhaps. Andy, thanks for taking the time to connect Friday. For our discussion, I wanted to follow up with next steps. Consistent product team. Hmm. Sharing additional data. Levers for tackling vaccine hesitancy content. What would that be? Postings. WhatsApp. I mean, it goes on. You'll have to go over to the thread read reader. Look up Michael Schellenberger. I'll try and uh, attach these links to the podcast description. I'll try. I'll try. Okay. Um, anyway, so there's, <laughs> that's what I got on uh, vaccine news, COVID-19 news, all that good news. What do you think? All right. What else is in the news? Uh, the Uber leftist elite, they're meeting in Davos, Switzerland. Davos 2023 hosts global elite amid recession fears. This is uh, DW News. It says uh, the Davos crowd is returning to a familiar setting, but the lush green meadows that form the backdrop of the first ever spring Davos last May have been replaced by snow-covered slopes where snow boots and fur coats have made a comeback. Um, The World Economic Forum's annual meeting 
attended by global political and business leaders, celebrities, and prominent social activists is taking place at a time the world economy is under extreme stress, reeling from high inflation, an energy crisis, and other supply distribution causes uh, disruptions caused by the war and a resurgence of COVID-19 cases in China. Huh, that's an interesting way to put it. Or was it designed by the WEF, the World Economic Forum, and the other elites? Was this all designed? We still don't know where the COVID-19, or, or we still don't have a an official quote-unquote answer on where COVID-19 originated from, yet... Here we are. I wonder if they're going to talk about any of any of uh, that stuff at the World Economic Forum. You can check that video out. I'm not going to drone on about it, but it's it's something to note. They're meeting in Davos, the WEF, and all the elites. You got to know about it. You know uh, how Rand Paul and a couple of the other folks, uh, Jim Jordan, the like, have asked. Were there any FBI informants involved with January 6th? Well, Vice News just put out an article. FBI informants who marched with Proud Boys on January 6th will testify for their defense. FBI informants are being called as witnesses in the Proud Boys high-profile sedition conspiracy trial by the defense. Before the Capitol riot on January 6, 2021, the FBI had well-placed informants in the Proud Boys who were the government hoped could glean information about the notorious far-right, again, street-fighting gang's inner workings. Of course, this is Vice News, so take it as you will. Now, some of those same informants are being called as witnesses in the Proud Boys' high-profile, seditious conspiracy trial by the defense, who think their testimony will help get their clients off the hook and prove they had no plot to storm the Capitol. Vice News, you can check that out if you want. What do you think about January 6th? I don't know. If you guys have any thoughts about any of this and, and you want them uh, read on here, Truepodcast at gmail.com. Send me an email. I'll read them. Um, what's this? Gateway Pundit. Boom. Speaker Kevin McCarthy vows to release all J6 footage video. It's even got a nickname, J6. Thank you, Matt Gates. It looks like Kevin McCarthy has discovered a spine for now and wants to get to the truth of what really happened on January 6th and deliver justice for the persecuted prisoners. McCarthy was speaking to reporters today on Capitol Hill when he was asked about Matt Gates's pledge to release all 14,000 hours of January 6th footage. The answer McCarthy gave should qualify as music to the ears of every conservative. Interview transcript reported the last Congress called on Speaker Pelosi at the time to release the adjacent Capitol Hill security footage, all the things that happened that day. Is this something you'd be interested in doing? Congressman Gates said you'd be willing to do that. McCarthy, I think the public should see what happened on that day. I've watched what Nancy Pelosi did when she politicized it. 
where for the first time in history as a speaker, not allowing the minority to appoint to a committee to pick and choose. We watch the politicization of this. I think the American public should actually see all of what happened instead of a report written by political bias. There's that. Kevin McCarthy. Huh. Interesting. Here's an article. Oilprice.com. Russia accuses Sweden of hiding something about the Nord Stream sabotage. This was written by Michael Kern. In September 2022, leaks were found in the Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipelines. Leaks that were caused by explosions that Sweden investigated. Sweden's investigation concluded it would likely the result it was likely the result of serious sabotage and now Russia is complaining that Sweden won't share its findings. Last year Russia accused the UK Navy of being involved in the explosions that put the Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipelines out of commission. You remember that? You remember what they said, right? If Russia invades, uh, that means tanks or troops crossing the, uh, the, the border of Ukraine uh, again, then uh, there, will be, uh, we, there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2. We, we will bring an end to it. Yep. That was old documents in the Corvette. Biden talking. I know. You guys have heard about it. Oh, I'm not going to drone on about things you've probably already heard the news i wanted to bring you stories that maybe you haven't heard but uh joe biden had documents in his locked garage with his corvette interesting i posted something earlier on my personal account marked safe from documents being stored in my garage (laughs) oh lord what kind of world are we living in this is out of the wall street journal Giant Ukrainian salt mine takes center stage in war. Russia's Wagner Group targets Soldar facility it thinks will bring economic and military benefits. Uh, The Wagner Group is claiming to have captured the city of Soldar in Ukraine. That's, That's news to a lot of folks. A giant salt mine has become a focal point on the most fiercely contested front line in Ukraine as Russia's Wagner paramilitary group sets its sights on taking what it sees as a military and economic asset. Russia has said it has captured the eastern town of Saldar, where the mine is located, though Ukraine says the settlement remains contested. While the mine's owner doubts it has military value, the operation could be a lucrative one. Yeah, salt, right? That's a that's a major, major commodity. Salt, salt. It's in everything. We need salt to live and to survive. Sodium. We need that as human beings. This is a lucrative asset for the Russians to take. And they're going to be going after that over and over and over. All these assets. I'm looking uh, between now and March for the big escalation to ramp back up with Russia and Ukraine. I pray it doesn't. 
I pray lives are saved and that this whole thing ends and we can live peaceably and just enjoy life. But folks, we live in a strange world with a lot of evil actors looking to do bad things for themselves. That's the world we live in today. And speaking of uh, pipelines at Reuters, Lithuania, Latvia gas pipeline blows up, but no sign of attack. A gas pipeline connecting Lithuania and Latvia was hit by an explosion on Friday, but there was no immediate evidence of an attack, Lithuanian gas transmission operator Amber Grid said. Video published by Lithuania's public broadcaster LRT showed a fire raging at the blast site. Blast site, but no attack, right? And the, I'm going to butcher this name, uh, Panaves County in northern Lithuania. The fire was put out. The Lithuanian pipeline grid operator's chief executive said, according to initial assessment, we do not see any malign cause, but the investigation will cover all possible options. Amber grid chief executive told the news conference folks, all this stuff isn't a coincidence, right? Occam's razor. I mean, come on. You got you got to believe that there's more to all of this than what we see. Okay? There's more to all of this than what we know and what we see. And 2023 is going to prove to be a very rough year for all of us. I just say prepare, prepare, prepare. Food, water, medicine, ammunition. Gather it all. Stockpile what you can, protect your family, uh, find a group that you associate with and have a tight-knit group, practicing, training, understanding that things might get rough. These were just some of the news stories that I found browsing, carousing through different newspapers and articles and internet and all the good stuff, right? There's a lot more out there. And I'm going to try to bring it to you here on Truman's Town Hall, truepodcast at gmail.com. Tune in to our Sunday show, Sunday broadcast. This podcast probably won't go up on YouTube because I'll get a strike for it, but I'll throw it out on Twitter and the other podcast channels. They never really hit me. Uh, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, things like that. I haven't been booted yet, so check the podcast out there uh sunday night 9 45 whaling the red rooster myself matt doc truman we're going to talk about i think uh revelations things like that in the bible and i'll try to bring up some of the catholic stuff uh just to see where their thoughts are you know i like to hear different sides of different perspectives that's i enjoy that it makes me think. I go back. I may disagree at first, but then you, you, you kind of go back and you think, hmm, were they right? Interesting. I'm going to have to look into that more. So I do. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you downloading, and I appreciate you sharing with a friend. Thank you, and I will talk to you next Saturday right here on this podcast. All right, folks. Talk to you later.